Hey, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Hannah. And this is Food in a Film. When you're poor and hungry with nothing to do, have we got food and a film for you? Bring over your butt and bring over your mouth. Cause food and a film is coming right now. Got a fun episode planned for you today on Food in a Film. Gonna be talking about some fried chicken and a secret that we just discovered in our most recent fried chicken that I think we're going to use every time now, Han. What do you think? I mean, if we have it. I we're mean, not going to make it to make fried chicken, but if you have it, it's a great thing to have. And it's very relevant in this time right now <laughs> of Jewish religion when we're recording this episode. We'll get to that later. <laughs> You'll see. You'll see. And also, we're talking about uh, one of Hannah's favorite movies, I think. Is it, is it fair to say this is one of your favorite movies? Yeah, sure. It's a movie pre-1990, and I, I've gone on the record and said that movies pre-1990 aren't even worthwhile to watch, but I will say that this is a good movie. Um, it's, it's Clue, great murder mystery, great cast also. I love how campy it is. Like, I just feel like they don't make movies like that anymore. Like, the airplane and the Rocky Horror Picture Show that's so, like, it just calls itself out for being ridiculous. All right, just, save it, it for later. It save it for later. Okay. Save it for later. Gosh. You started it. I know, I did. I'm sorry. You know, I've been noticing since uh, unemployment and quarantine life, it's, like, hard to actually sleep through the night. I think because I'm so used to waking up at four in the morning that I'm not doing that anymore. How about you? You sleeping through the night, hand? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. Lucky. Well, she sleeps like a rock. Yeah, she never Dave, wakes up. Dave always says he can't sleep through the night, but like... Because I hear our cats. What does that even mean? Our cats are just making the stupidest noises all night. Honestly. So what, you wake up and roll over and then go back to no, sleep? No, I wake up, I've kicked, I kick him out of our room most of the time. I normally wake up and slam our bedroom door. You don't hear me slamming the door? Phineas is like hiding behind our coffee table, like half visible, like the evil adopted child he is. And now they're playing. So adorable. Frolic in the room. All right. Let's let's uh, let's get to our animal fact before we get started with this episode All right. of food and a film. For this animal fact, I researched way too hard and went down a wormhole. This is Animal Facts with Hannah! When a male drone bee has sex for the first time, his sexual organs explode. What for? All right. And he dies. Time out. You gotta explain something. What is a male drone bee? So you got what your drone bees and your worker bees. And what is what does that mean? And a drone is born for sex to basically impregnate the queen. So they how their whole you, life they live and they die, and their whole life the goal is to just impregnate the queen. How do you decide? And so. I don't know. Like, like when you're born, how are they? How is it decided you're either a drone bee or a non-drone bee? You know, I was looking at the bee sex part of Wikipedia and not the um, the baby bee part of Wikipedia. So I know a lot about bee sex. Um, I know that they essentially inflate their penis and stick it into the the queen, and then it breaks off. What? And um, yeah. It, it explodes off, and it's it's audible to the human ear. 
when the male bee ejaculates into the queen. What? It's a popping sound. The humans can hear Come it. Come out. And also, like, yeah. <laughs> they're inflating their dick, but they got, like, the dick is like, like not even a millimeter. Yeah. Not to and then talk it, about the size of the hey! bees. Damn uh, it. Phineas. Phineas just Get knocked, down! Phineas Get just, down! Phineas just knocked over Hannah's puzzle. Just a couple pieces. Are we safe? I just started it, so that's all right. Good, man. That's crazy. But like a male bee inflate, what is that comparable to a, a male human inflating their dick when no, they get hard? No, it's much bigger. What a male a bee dick is well, much bigger. Like to scale. A bee dick is bigger in proportion to their body than a human's yeah. erect and dick so is. And so it gets broken off. It stays this conversation inside took a crazy the turn. queen bee. And then it um, emits, like, ultraviolet light that other male bees can see, drone bees, so that they're easily able to locate the queen and then also inseminate her. Wow. Who knew that bees' anatomy and biology yeah, were so... In- I thought that they just sat on flowers survive, and pollinated you know? and made honey. Anything to live. So when you ejaculate, does a, does a bee ejaculate honey? No. It ejaculates ejaculate. It ejaculates bee sperm. All right. Well, thank you for that. Just um, like a human. Thank you for that amazing fact, Hannah. human sperm. You're welcome. (laughs) On that note, let's talk about some fried chicken. So I've been craving some fried chicken sandwiches. I've been seeing it everywhere. There's all this talk about the the Popeye's fried chicken sandwich. Which I still haven't had. Have you had the Popeye's? No, of course you haven't. When would you have gotten it? No. And so I really wanted a fried chicken sandwich, but we're not supposed to leave our houses. It would not be essential to go get a fried chicken sandwich. So we decided to make some at home. So easy. And we're going to share the recipe with you, and it's an easy recipe for everyone. We did have to leave to go grocery shopping, obviously. But that's essential. That's essential, and we got chicken thighs. Yeah, that was new for us. Game changer, I think, honestly. They're so much more flavorful. They cook way more evenly. Way cheaper. And way faster, and way cheaper. And let me be honest, I only got chicken thighs because all the chicken breasts were out because... The crazy hoarders out there right now and the the apocalypse of coronavirus are taking all the chicken breast. So all that was left was chicken thigh, but thank God so because do you have to work a little harder with chicken thigh? Yeah. You kinda have to like you trim break it, it down. You gotta trim the fat a little more. Um sometimes there's like weird pieces of tendon attached. But whatever. It's worth it. You do them all at once, and then you freeze it, and it takes like 10 minutes. It's whatever. worth it because that feeling you get when you're eating the sandwich at the end, when it's all said and done, you're yeah. like, man, you don't this chicken thigh snack. is moist and flavorful, and so the, the secret... So starting with the moist, yeah, we got it so moist, you got to brine it. You got to brine it, and you and can see actually how we made this whole fried chicken on my Instagram, at dbotworld. That's my personal one, but remember, the Instagram for this podcast is at foodintofilm. Pod. pod food in the film pod. pod but you can see the whole way we made this fried chicken at dbot world uh it's one of my highlights actually great great story but let me let me open it up right now so i can tell you exactly how we brined it so we brined it in the whey from the mozzarella right and we combined it with a little bit of milk so essentially we were trying to make buttermilk whey Milk. And everyone doesn't really so, have whey, obviously, because everyone doesn't make fresh mozzarella. And a lot of people don't have buttermilk either. So what you can do is make your own by basically putting acid in milk and then letting it like curdle at room temperature for a couple acid minutes. Acid meaning vinegar or pickle juice. juice or lemon juice or in our case, we actually used. Um, I have hot pepper, pickled hot peppers. We use some of that brine and regular pickles as well as pickle juice. So so you know that popular chicken 
chain that's closed on Sundays. Faye Bryan, they're just yeah. It's called Chick Fil A. We don't need a oh. we don't need a shy away. We're, we're not on the, we're not on the radio anymore. I was just being I was it was a guessing game. Chick Fil A. But yeah, you hey, know, this sandwich very, might be better than yours, but we still you love you. We about. still love you, Chick Fil A. Your sandwiches still taste good. So we brined it for a couple hours. You know, you could do overnight. You don't want to go too long because it's actually going to start like breaking yeah. down your. And chicken. it was about like I don't know a, cu- a cup and a half of liquid, maybe two cups. It was like yeah. a cup a cup of the milk and whey, a good splash of the pickle juice, a good splash of the pepper juice, uh, some sriracha. So you don't need a ton, but you need enough because you're double breading right. this, and that is your wet mixture to bread your chicken. This podcast is not sponsored by any chicken restaurant. Yet. So after, um, you know, so your chicken's hanging out in the wet, you got to make a dry, right? Because otherwise it's not fried chicken. Fry it in the dry, moisten it in the wet. We did, ew. <laughs> we did, <laughs> we did a twist. Usually you use panko or breadcrumbs or something. And remember I said earlier that this was going to tie back to the Jewish religion that we're recording in during right now. Because of Passover. Okay, tell them what it is now, Hannah. <laughs> We used uh, some of our matzo meal because matzo we made meal. matzo balls, and Dave bought gluten-free matzo meal, too, for some reason. Because you never want to discriminate um, against the gluten free Which is essentially like pa- potato flakes. So we decided to bread our chicken in both of those, as well as a little bit of extra flour, um, and then just a ton of seasonings. like Pepper. Everything in our pantry. Spicy peppers. Like this Red hickory pepper. smoke seasoning hickory. we have. Whatever flavors you um, want, garlic. Gar- definitely garlic. Salt. Definitely salt. Herbs, dried herbs. Yeah, we do like basil, dried dried oregano. I love oregano. it. My fried chicken. I not. I'm suddenly blanking on every herb that's ever existed. Literally, whatever you have in your pantry, throw it in your breading because yeah, it's not going to make like it not taste chicken. good. We ran out of cayenne, so I would have liked a little spicier of a kick. But well, that's why we had the red pepper in there. Cayenne, so but you know, and that's why we had spicy, the rotch in the in the wet mixture. Make it spicy. So you're going to take your chicken out of the wet, dip it in the dry, you know, press it in there, pull it out, put it back into the wet. I recommend putting your wet in a bowl at this point and then putting it back into the dry um, until it's fully coated. And then you're just going to let it sit out at room temperature for like 10, 15 minutes to get tacky. Tacky. And this means that the breading is actually attaching to the chicken. You're not creating a shell around the chicken. It's actually like attaching itself. To the actual chicken flesh. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. So it helps your breading stick so that when you're eating it, it's not like sliding off. So is that like what, you know, because we didn't, we didn't dip this in an egg mixture right. either. Is that kind of what egg mixture does too? It makes it cling to? I, well, I think, yeah, I think egg helps it get crispy, but I think it also helps it stay crispy. Mm. We didn't need egg for this one. So yeah, this is it a, stayed super Save your crispy. eggs. Save your eggs for something like breakfast or something. We you don't just, need them in this fried chicken. We just fried it in a cast iron with like an inch and a half of oil um, for eight minutes. Yeah, seven, eight minutes. Seven minutes till it was done. Um, and then we put it on a toasted onion and potato roll. Oh, man. With uh, some of Dave's sriracha mayo. And a cabbage slaw that I made, a red cabbage slaw, um, and it was just, and pickles, and it was just fantastic. Yeah, and this fried chicken, I mean, probably the best fried chicken we've ever made. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a sandwich. I mean, you could just eat this by itself. Oh, yeah. You can make Imagine little chicken nuggets. chicken nuggets like this. But this is a good... But the breading is so, it's like a substantial breading. The breading is... 
and it gets super Crucial. crispy, it and it doesn't, so crispy it doesn't get dark flavor. either. You know, it gets that like that golden brown color, not like a burnt and color it's at all. Just so, it's just so crispy and so good. Like you could take that fried chicken and use it for anything. You know, you could put like curry sauce on it. It could be your chicken parmesan chicken. Yeah, it could be anything. Highly recommend using this recipe to just bread chicken at any given time you yeah. want to fry it. You don't need to leave the house for fried chicken anymore. Chicken thighs. That's a tip. Yeah. Brine your chicken in pickle juice is the second tip. And use mozz meal is the third tip. You're welcome. You're welcome. Let's taste some beer. Uh, beer. All right. Are you ready for this one? I'm so excited. As soon as I saw it in the store, I knew it was coming home with me. Beer tasting. It's central water, so it's semi-local. It's Call Me Old Fashioned. What? It's a malt beverage with cherries. Cherries? Um, Oh, like an old-fashioned. Yeah. Wisconsin. Freaking 12% alcohol. This could be the booziest beer we've had so far. 12%. That's like a wine. This is going to knock me out. Where is it from? Central Waters. Which is where? Like, state-wise, did I say? I think it's in Wisconsin. Amherst. Amherst. Ooh, it smells interesting. It looks like a, almost like a cream soda. I wanted to film this one because I think Dave's going to hate it. Mm, it almost has a little bit of an amber red look to it as it well. It just tastes like a Sprecher soda, but it's... Good. Oh! No, it's good. Oh, I can tell. This is going to be hoppy as can be. Cheers. Cheers. I feel like I'm breathing fire. Ugh, it's sharp. It's very Ooh. sharp. It's very pungent. It's like it's got like a coffee, almost was, like yeah. coffee overtone to it. I was hoping it. it'd be sweeter, and I hope it. I was hoping it'd be cherryer. I'll have to put like a maraschino cherry. Ugh. in it. I would. I don't. I don't get any cherry from it at all. Some people probably love that beer, but I, <clears throat> yeah. It's very little cherry. Not as not as good as that Wouldn't mango like raspberry cider that we had. Yeah, Ooh, I thought it was much that. better. Ah oh, man, that's gonna put hair on my chest. But that's if you like bold beers, yeah, I think people definitely perfect for a rainy day. Definitely like it. It's got a little bit of carbonation to it, it is not too kind much. Kind of like a summery dark beer. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it, not like it doesn't have like wintry spices. I feel like it. It is almost like a boozy root beer. Like that's what it tastes like. It tastes like a hard root beer almost. But a little bit stronger. I'm going to have a hard time drinking these. It came in a four-pack, too. That's how you know it's going to be boozy when it only comes in a four-pack. Ah, that was heavy. <laughs> All right. One more? Yeah, one more One more for the road. <laughs> Whew, it just, like, lingers on your breath. Whew. <clears throat> Fiery. Uh, uh, <clears throat> All right. Thank you for that, Hannah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Onto uh, anytime. Onto the film. Let's talk about Clue. Yes, please. Let's talk about Clue. That's what okay. I wanted to do this whole time. Well, you wanted me you to cut me off. You wanted me to try so that rudely. gross beer. And good yeah, thing I cut you off because no one would ever get to like think about matzo meal and pickle juice. I and... think you'll like the other ones better. All right. The other beers, I mean. Well, let's talk about Clue. Tell me about it. Stud. This is a slot set aside for sponsors. We have none. 
But it could be you. I could tell you all about it. So it was the first movie made based on a board game. And boy, did it work. Right? Like, think of the other movies. Yeah, Juman- Jum- I mean, Jumanji worked. Jumanji was great. Battleship. Come on. Is Jumanji Man. actually based off a board game? Or do they make a board game after the movie? Same thing. I gotta find this out. I don't think Jumanji's a real board game. Keep on talking. Think... Keep on talking. I, I have played out. Jumanji, though. My friend had Jumanji. What came first, Jumanji or the movie? Okay, go for it. So, Clue is uh, obviously based on the board game Clue, where uh, there's six characters, I believe, and six weapons in several rooms, and your job is to deduce... Uh, why am I explaining the game Clue? I don't need to explain the game Clue. <laughs> we all know how to play Clue, right? We've all played Clue. But the movie is about, you know, six random people who get invited to a mansion and murders start happening. Um, it's Christopher Lloyd. It's Michael McKean. Um, it's, uh... There was a game... Eileen Jum- Brennan. Sorry. Back in Jumanji, there was a Jumanji game that came out in 1995. I don't know if it came out, like, in correspondence with the movie yeah it was probably merch but there was a book that's where jumanji came from all right back to clue sorry zathura no jumanji was a book oh. in 1981 and then zathura was next but we're not talking about jumanji we're talking about clue i was certainly trying maybe we'll talk about jumanji one of these other times though clue <laughs> madeline khan tim curry did you already say martin mull no martin mull christopher like, lloyd um, no am i is that everyone yeah that's everyone I think. Oh, Leslie Ann Warren, duh. Miss Scarlet, the character I always played when I played Clue. I was always Plum. Of course you were. Because he's like nerdy, but badass. Yeah. That's like me. He's like, I'm nerdy, Jones. but badass. I was always Scarlet because you got to go first. And she was a slew. And I love, I, I wanted to She's be her. Such a slew in the She's movie. Such too. a slew. Like, how do her titties not, like, fall out of that dress? They, they gotta, gotta have be taped tape. in. Gotta have they tape. gotta be. Because she puts tape. herself in those positions where for sure they'd fall You'll out. You'll have to watch the movie to find out yourself how they actually stay in there. Yeah. That's the real mystery. <laughs> so it's a murder mystery. You know, I feel like they don't make, like I was saying before, they don't make movies like this anymore. I mean, Knives Out, we just had. But even that was a totally different. A totally different ball game, and and um, murder on the Orient Express. They're all a little fancier. Like I just want stupid people running around. It's really like my dream, like movie that I want to be in. And we honestly, we watched it right now because we're working on our next play that we yeah. want to be a murder mystery. And I want it to be similar to Clue, like have that style. Be like, not take itself too seriously. But full of, like, slapstick and clever jokes and a lot of, like... It's a farce mystery. Sexual innuendos. Yeah. And double entendres. It's fun seeing it. You know, you're listing all those actors, and it's fun watching it now as an adult, knowing who these actors are. Like, knowing that it's uh, Christopher Lloyd. How about, I read Carrie Fisher was supposed to be Miss Scarlet. Really? Yeah, she went into rehab a couple days before they started filming, so... Carrie. But, like, I can't picture it with Carrie Fisher. Like, it's so perfect the way that it is. And Tim Curry is just the most magical human being. Tim Curry who plays It, the crazy clown. That last 30 minutes where he explains everything and he's just got them all running around. I think what also is fun about... Run down the hall! This movie, like, especially, you know, because everyone knows the board game. 
but also like to to build the plot around just a basic board game that like a basic board you know, game. It's a basic board game of who did what with where and like the way they introduce the board game doesn't even have like a you're here in the mansion right. for a party. It's li- it's literally I mean there's no intro to it, but this there's fleshes just some all of, of that out. And it connects all the characters. Like, if you have When they introduce Clue, all the weapons, it's so cool. Like, each one gets a present. So... They get a present that's a weapon. And, yeah. like, all the rooms. Also, another cool thing about the movie is that all the secret passages that happen yeah, in the movie are actually the ones the from movie. the board, game, the board yeah. games. Like, the exact same ones. Yeah. It's a really cool movie. And, I mean, it is pre-1990. And it has three endings. So, yeah. it, it's on Amazon right now, if you have Amazon. Yeah, that's and where you can stream it. it's got all three endings on there. Um, so, I read that this movie flopped pretty hard originally in the box office because theaters were only playing one ending per showing. But, but they you were could getting go, different endings. Yeah, you could go to the same theater at like 7 o'clock and see one ending and then 10 o'clock and see another, but who's going to do that, you know? So it really, it gained a cult following like way after, um, way after it was released. Tim Curry seems to uh, find himself in these cult following movies yeah. with this, Truly. Rocky Horror Picture Show. I mean, even It, honestly. He's my huge celebrity crush. His legs in Rocky Horror Picture Show, like, He's your huge celebrity crush. He's up. so weird looking. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i weird looking beautiful. too, so good thing you're into weird it's looking his, dudes. What is that thing below your nose? The divot? Your nose that dimple. That attaches your lip to your nose? It's got a name. Your nose that mustache dimple. His... He's just got a quality, whatever. That so, is. what would you rate this movie on a scale of one to ten? Clue is a perfect movie, ten out of ten. Oh, I would not give it a ten out of ten. It's I a would, perfect. I would movie. give it like an eight. No, it has comedy. It has intrigue. It has great acting. It has characters that are larger than life, and I mean, I just I laugh every time. That it, to me is a is a perfect movie. One where I've seen it several times now throughout my life. And I laugh every time. Well, it got a 7.3 on IMDb. Shameful! And, you know, you say this is a perfect movie, Hannah, but some people... Wait, what did you give it? Oh, you gave it an 8. I give it an 8. Some people think it only deserves a 1 out of 10. And that's why we're going to give some bad, bad reviews. You almost made me spit-take my beer. Who could give this movie a 1? It's time for bad, bad reviews. That's, like, really bad. All right. Here People we go. with no sense of humor, clearly. Watch. This one is from Kev9752 from 2008. So this guy's, you know, he watched it after the fact, obviously. I mean, IMDb wasn't around, I guess, when this movie came out in 85. Right. So anyways, he gave it a 1 out of 10, called it Screw Clue. Warning. Spoilers. Screw Clue. Dear God. What's wrong with all you cult followers of this movie? Get it through your thick skulls. This movie blows Period. So already this guy is just prejudiced against cults. <laughs> that says a lot about him. Yeah, gosh. Does he Ken? not know? Ken? Yeah. Kev. Kev. I thought you were going to... Ken Kniff. He's a Kev. cult leader, right? Kev Kniff. Yeah. <laughs> I watched this and could instantly tell this movie was going to suck. Crappy script. Horrible acting. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a comedy. I've watched it a few times on Comedy Central when there was nothing else to watch. How can you say that this movie is amazing? I've seen low-budget indie films better. In fact, I've seen whole movies that are better. By the way, the reason this is marked spoiler is because this movie blows! Get a clue, people. Pun intended. (laughs) Go watch a real movie and crawl out of whatever hole you live in. Also, screw this 10 lies of text thing. 
I don't need that much to get my point across. All right, this guy's just talking smack about IMDb now. Gosh. He was just, he was using all the cliches, you know? Stop living under a rock. Go watch a, a real movie. Like, those are the same boring old lines, and you've got nothing to actually back up your, your, your shit talking. All right, well, here's another great bad review. This one's a two. Better than a one. This is our first two-star review we've ever given. Two is almost worse than one. Kind of. Because like it means you, they thought about and it. And this one is a recent review from February 27th of 2020. Oh, wow. Wow. From Peace Staff I didn't even know people still left IMDb. 25254. Waste of talent. <laughs> I put off watching this one because I had heard that it was pretty bad. I let the rating of 7.3 trick me into finally watching it. Wow. This is a terrible movie. That's it? Thanks for the review. I mean, why I you, get that, why, like, 7.3 no. on IMDb. We've all been tricked But why do you that. take the time to post a review like that? I guess to get people like me to read it on podcasts yeah. like this. Like, why did they give it a 2, then, and not a 1? Right. What was the thing that they kind of liked about it? Waste of talent? That's like acting Great like this movie wasn't talent. made 25 years ago. I mean, it clearly is not a waste of talent either. Look at all, all these actors are basically 30, working right now, man. Is Madeline kind of alive? No. No, so she's dead, so she's not working so right now. So Eileen Brennan... She's dead, not working right now. But other than that, Martin Mull, he's working right now. Yeah. Uh, Tim Curry did. was working until he got, you know, bound to his he wheelchair, basically. He did audiobooks basically. for a long he, time. I think he still is doing audiobooks. And, Michael uh, McKean's Michael still McKean, working. Better Call Saul. That's who Michael McKean is. If you don't know who Michael McKean is, is Better Call Saul's brother. I don't know, uh, what, I don't know if Leslie Ann Warren's alive. This is Spinal Tap. That's where Martin McKean, Michael McKean's from. These actors are still working, man. They're still great actors. And they're old. And they're funny. But I just find this movie really inspiring. I feel like whatever murder mystery we end up writing is going to be similar in feel and style. You know, obviously I'm not going to take their ideas. No, but it's going to have that farce feel. It's gonna be, there's going to yeah. be slapstick jokes. There's going to be so some... So much slapstick. It's going to be aware of itself that it's a murder mystery, yeah. man. You don't want to be like all hoity-toity like, oh, I'm better than this. I'm in a murder mystery. You know, and... the storm in the background, the lightning crashes, everybody stares at each other. It's just... Classic whodunit. One plus one plus two plus one. Classic whodunit. One plus one plus two plus one. Shut up! It's a joke from the movie. You'll have to watch you'll it You'll get it. Out. It's an inside joke. You'll have to get it. You'll get oh, it. man. Thanks for joining us on this second episode of Food in a Film. Hope you're staying safe. Hope you watch this film. Yeah, hope, hope you, you make, make this, this fried food. chicken. This would be a great beer with fried chicken. It would cut through that fattiness. That's why we it's tasted it today. A little bit bitter. You know, we we got a we got a rhyme and reason for Gosh, everything, guys. I'm almost done with this beer. I think I'm getting fucked up. Hannah though. likes this beer way more than I she thought she was gonna like it. Getting. Meanwhile, I haven't taken beer. any more sips because that thing is gross. Ugh. This is one beer to knock you out. That's a good deal. All right. Well, Hannah will see you in a couple weeks when she wakes up from her <laughs> beer nap. I got nothing else to do. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. And if you want to subscribe, you can to Food and a Film on any of your podcast apps. Follow us on social media, Food and a Film Pod. Food and a Film Pod. Thanks for listening. Stay awesome.